Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. podcast designed to help you fall asleep. On SnoozeCast, we read excerpts from public domain works and occasionally original stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please be sure to subscribe and also share it with a friend. The best place to listen to us is on our website, snoozecast.com. From there, you'll be able to download or play single episodes without having to change any autoplay settings on your device or in your podcast directory. This episode is brought to you by all the cats out there so relaxed their tongues stick out a little bit. Originally published in 1906, Cattle Brands by Andy Adams is a collection of short stories best heard around a campfire. This tale, called Drifting North, is a brief anecdote of the troubles a band of cowpunchers run into while moving a herd through some dangerous country. The author, whose most famous work is Log of a Cowboy, writes from personal experience. Adams spent 10 years driving cattle on western trails in Texas during the 1880s. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes, relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. It was a wet, bad year on the old western trail from Red River North and all along was herd after herd, water-bound, by high water in the rivers. Our outfit lay over nearly a week on the South Canadian, but we were not alone, for there were five other herds waiting for the river to go down. 
This river had tumbled over her banks for days, and the driftwood that was coming down would have made it dangerous swimming for cattle. We were expected to arrive in Dodge early in June, but when we reached the North Fork of the Canadian, we were two weeks behind time. Old George Carter, the owner of the herd, was growing very impatient about us, for he had had no word from us after we had crossed Red River at Donan's Crossing. Other cowmen, lying around Dodge, who had herds on the trail, could hear nothing from their men, but in their experience and confidence in their outfits, guessed the cause. It was water. Our surprise when we came opposite Camp Supply to have Carter and a stranger ride out to meet us was not to be measured. They had got impatient waiting and had taken the mail buckboard to supply, making inquiries along the route for the hat herd, which had not passed up the trail, so they were assured. Carter was so impatient that he could not wait as he had a prospective buyer on his hands, and the delay in the appearing of the herd was very annoying to him. Old George was as tickled as a little boy to meet us all. The cattle were looking as fine as silk. The layovers had rested them. The horse were in good trim, considering the amount of wet weather we had had. The cattle were twos and threes, we had left western Texas with a few other 3,200 head and were none shy. We could have counted out more, but on some of them the hat brand had possibly faded out. We went into a cozy camp early in the evening. Everything needful was at hand. Wood, water, and grass. Cowmen in those days prided themselves on their outfits, and Carter was a trifle gone on his men. With the cattle on hand, drinking was out of the question, so the only way to show us any regard was to bring us a box of cigars. He must have brought those cigars from Texas, for they were wrapped in a copy of the Fort Worth Gazette. It was a month old and full of news. Every man in the outfit read and reread it. There were several train robberies reported in it, but that was common in those days. They had nominated for governor the little cavalry men, Saul Ross, and this paper estimated that his majority would be at least 200,000. We were all anxious to get home in time to vote for him. Theodore Bagman was foreman of our outfit. Bag was a typical trail boss. He had learned to take things as they came, play the cards as they fell, and not fret himself about little things that could not be helped. If we had been a month behind, he would never have thought to explain the why or wherefore to old man Carter. Several years after this, when he was scouting for the army, he rode up to a herd over on the Chisholm Trail and asked one of the tailmen, Son, have you seen anything about those...